0: hello and welcome back to the fantasy take tv podcast round four is over and we've got some things to talk about on the run sheet today we've got obviously our scores A few of a watch list we're going to start building a bit of a watch list for some some premiums falling in price that we want to look at uh to bring in as our first upgrades obviously some rookies um and then we'll finish off with some some captaincy options this week down at the gather round so uh, we'll get to you george you excited for the gather round this week mate put put you know, what's already gone in the past and a bit of footy in, in your state this week, mate. Are you getting down?
1: Uh, one or two games, I think. Uh, probably go to the, I think, uh, meet SDS Supercoach. I'm sure you guys know him. Yeah. I think he's Mad Hawk supporter. Um, so I think that's at Norwood Oval. So that's the other side of town, but that'll be interesting. Um, wouldn't mind somehow getting to Collingwood versus Saints, although that is only two hours apart so I'm not sure how that works um I think that'd be a pretty wild game but yeah get down to Adelaide um this is like the uh all we got really the only reason to come to Adelaide is probably gather around or if you are like getting if you like wine tours we have plenty of them down the So, but other than that yeah pretty exciting have footy down here um I I think you um, better
0: get to how you go this week before we move on but
1: yeah Oh, how do I go this week? Well, it couldn't have got much worse than last week, really. Um, But uh, 2,123 ranked 47K. So it was like 60K last week. Uh, So the team went all right. I think the trade-ins were mostly good. Brought in Tyler Young. What a rookie he will be for me, hopefully. Um, (laughs) Brought in Tim English and uh, two I was death-riding, but apparently not and brought in clayton oliver just figured he's not going to drop if he keeps putting 120s and 130s out and he's got that like richmond north uh, like hawthorne sort of run coming up and um essendon i think he went 170 on them so he grabbed him for max price It was interesting because do you go for like LDU you save the money probably in hindsight the play was max michelini and jordan dawson instead of tyler young and and oliver but you can't get them all but i'm happy i have oliver and can actually enjoy watching a melbourne game although no channel is not fun but anyway how did you go jd uh i've bottom scored this week so
2: 21-1-3 so about 10 points off you george uh my season ranks oh, like 21 and a half k so about halfway between you and no um and yeah i'm, I'm enjoying super coach about as much as you this week, george uh i did no trades last week after burning through six the first couple and maybe in hindsight this was a mistake we'll see i might end up like boosting and using three more trades this week um but yeah like yeah other otherwise going all right um
0: let's hand it over to someone that actually is um carrying the team this year uh no yeah well I- George sent the screenshot. I'm, I'm only uh, up there with with Shorty Supercoach, the man over there. He's doing well in the content creators league. But um, your
1: favorite YouTuber?
0: Yeah, no, my favorite YouTuber. up ahead of you. Um, <laughs> nah, um, <laughs> I don't know. Like it was looking really good, and uh, I don't want to sound like a, a cocket, but the, today was really bad, um, which is probably due because. Um, the Hawks boys just, yeah, in that second half was hard. They got absolutely walloped. Um, and just you're a Sicily right? Sicily, C Mac, and Warple all on field. And, um, yeah, it was you know possible that that was going to be you know maybe 250, 300 points, but it was I think literally 200 on the dot, I think, in the end. Um, so yeah, 2196, still take that. That was a pretty decent score for this week. Um, moved up to two and a half thousand about there. So, um, We could talk about me, but I ought to talk about the leagues, boys. We, You know, you open up the rankings and we've got three of the top five leagues at the moment and a few not too far behind that as well. So it was a good week for, for the community as a whole, um, a lot in the Discord doing well. If you actually sort it by like round four points alone, we had, you know, one, two, the top five leagues for points this week. So. Only in a couple of those, I think we are. That's so definitely
1: that's- not the Jordan Dawson cult we have <laughs> in the Discord. It might be uh,
0: ad look. I think that's a big part of it, but, you know, that's good. I don't know why you uh, two aren't uh, on board, uh, the king, but... Uh... Uh,
1: I can't <laughs> believe it.
0: He's uh, he's the man. It was an unbelievable game, wasn't it? Literally nothing went wrong with everything he touched.
1: Yeah. We'll, <laughs> well speak on Dawson after, but, like, uh, I wanted to see inside midtime,
0: time like, How just get occurred? a proper
1: look at it because yeah. they tried it early last year and, they kind of just took him out, threw him down back. But apparently, he did this in juniors. Apparently, he had like one game where he had 20, 24 tackles in a game or something. What? In the A4. Yeah, that was, that was big footy. So, not verified source, but that's what I did read. <laughs> so, um,
2: it's an undefeated source, you mean? It is an undefeated it source. So
0: you a tell the people, yeah, tell the people what happened there. Because you mean Jedi, you know, we didn't really hear from you much last week. Took a bit of no. a bit of a break. But we what happened to, with your trades? Because I don't even know what you ended up doing.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't mention my trades. So yeah, JD, you did none. I did three trades. I uh, you mentioned them, but like what, of... how
0: you got to it, like what, how. Did yeah, you...
1: so I got rid of uh, Warple. I was like a bit indifferent on Warple. They added the yeah day looked really good. Nash went in there, seventy percent. So I think Warple, the ceiling's not there for him anymore. So I got rid of Warple, got rid of Finn Callahan, and then I had Darcy Cameron sitting there with money in the bank. So like I prepared for that. Brought in Tyler Young. So I th- probably not worth discussing, but I think yeah, okay. good, he's – is good for two weeks or three, including this week. Yeah, it should in. be all right
2: now with um, Tarrant
1: re his back injury, or whatever yeah. his injury was. was back yeah. right. He pulled up lame last week, and then they tried him again, and he lasted five minutes. So that, that was kind of the punt there. Anyway, uh, brought you're, in going to Clayton
0: you're going to That's the big And thing. I was
1: going to Witz. I was like, like this is a season ender if I go wits here, even if he plays, because I don't have Tim English. So I just thought about, you know, committed to the durability and whatnot. So wits is a late out. The irony of it is... I avoided Wits in other um, in this format. Oh, I I started Wits in other formats, and then my two Ruckman, Cherry and Wits in other formats, have gone down by avoiding English. That's what I'm going to say. But, um, so, yeah, I checked Big Footy, the best source in the world, and they're saying that Wits is going to be a laid out, some dude with 50 posts. And I'm like, how can you possibly trust this? I think Mitch Cleary got onto it. I think he must have messaged uh, Mitch. I was looking for Michael Whiting. I was like, looking. his DMs aren't open, by the way. I was thinking about DMing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um
0: yeah, so the which of laid out? because of english and before you know yeah so
1: i went to england and then i like did some further look into it and there's like a quote of stuart jew saying he wants to play moyo and wits together like two weeks ago i was like oh shit. like i got kind of got bailed by checking big footy there so honestly got so lucky i'd probably been shafted by a few things this year but um yeah went to him english and he's he's actually like a cash cow to be honest when he goes down yes, you yeah. get a big chunk of probably downgrade to 100k if you get if he goes if down. He does go down if he doesn't so maybe yeah. he to be
0: the top two three player in the
1: league it's yeah. super coach so so um, english in oliver in r1 m1
0: move yeah. on i just wanted to say like the funny part like you trusting in big footy and because yeah. I think Cleary had tweeted before the Dogs game, only just saying, keep an eye on Ned Moyle coming in. But it wasn't confirmed, obviously, until right before the game. And you had to switch from wits to English, just literally trusting Bigfooty. And- well, <laughs> kind of what destroyed. added up was
1: Moyle was not emergency all year, mm. except for this week. So that was okay. like, oh, okay, there might be some smoke here. So, we'll
0: wait and see. There's got to be something with Wits too, because he sort of was, you know, late last week playing, was really struggling for the second half, wasn't he? Like, um, yeah. They just said general soreness, but there's got to be something going on, but they haven't really told us yet. So, anyway, I just thought that was funny. Trust in the big footy and uh, it bailed you out there. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> Never it lost. Pays off.
1: <laughs> Research pays off.
0: Um, Anything else we want to talk about last week before we sort of get to. Um, the topic of this week, which really is just sort of a watch list um, on some on some fallen premiums. I know it's a couple of rookies we missed, which you don't want to dwell on the past. But Max McElhaney, obviously at the Crows, Noah Long, sort of one that got away, a bit. he's been really impressive uh, in a depleted West Coast side, um, and even Big Cammer, you know, big part of the part of the FTTV Discord. He's going well, and he's gonna, you know, at a one hundred two k rookie price, gonna make some some good coins. So. We don't want to dwell on it, boys. But we have missed a couple rookies, and sometimes I, hard, right? Like yeah, could, can I touch Max on that? Mickey, you could talk on him, yeah.
1: So Max Mikkelane. So I was going through our defense today. So Dawson's moved out of the defense. Uh, I think it's mm-hmm. probably a permanent move. Um, unless like we start losing or something and they throw him back or whatever, um, just for fun. But Max McClaney, 12 disposers in juniors. But <laughs> look at the Crow's defense, like Dude Smith, key defenders, Miller, Max Mikkelaney. He's our best defender. <laughs> so and I think um I, probably Nick Murray's been pretty good as well. But I think he, he's probably like not far if he's not the best defender, he's not far off it. And uh, it's interesting, his junior numbers are pretty poor, like 12 touches a game from defense. Like you were, like Cowan is double that, for example. Um, but yeah, it seems like uh, even like a Ginby, like you see these players develop over preseason, it's it's hard to get a read on and how much you just put into those junior numbers. Um, But, yeah, he's, what, gone 80 and 100, so he's going to make so much money. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, he looks really good. Um, And then Noel Long also. Noel Long, like, the logic was small forward, bad team, but he was, like, pushing up as a higher forward into the midfield in the juniors, and that's something I didn't look into enough. So he's, he's 18 touches a game in juniors, and, yeah, he's come on a little bit as well. Imagine him on a good team. He'd be doing yeah. a lot better too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess yeah. lesson for next year just – Junior numbers aren't everything. They're important, but um, if you eye test in the preseason and whatnot, it, it's so hard to tell, though. it's, um, But, yeah, their the ownerships were so low, so who knows?
0: Yeah. It's a little bit unfortunate, but I guess we've got to look, look, look forward and um, you know monitor some ones coming up that we could, could be bringing in. But, yeah, as I said, we'll, we'll look towards a bit of a watch list here. Uh, I'm not going to be a long podcast today, just a few premiums here that we're looking at, what we think about them couple of the people are going to want to be trading out, funnily enough, but um, we'll get to that. And then then some rookies as well. So look, first one, we'll start in defense. Yeah, go Jetty. Just quickly, is it worth talking about DPP, right? Because after
2: this week, DPP comes online. So Sheezal and Zeeble, for example, everyone's got, well, a lot of people have got that'll end up getting um, um, defender status. I
0: think there's some others that are worth talking about as well, but yeah.
1: Bailey Smith.
0: Locked in, I think he's locked in, but not scoring great and has to get a lot of the ball to, to, to be worth enough. After, after what he did to me last year, don't know if I want to go there. I have a uh, look at Mc-
1: the CBAs just quick. I think the preferred three is Bont, Trelaw,
0: Liber. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yep. Yeah, Trelaw didn't score great, but he had you know 10 clearances in that game and um, yeah, 11 contested. So, yeah, he's in there. Uh, McRae's the other one people ask about, but I think he had too much mid time this week to to get it at round six, and so maybe he gets it down the track, but I don't think it'll be uh, next week. Um, so basically, getting no one. Yeah, I don't, are there any other JD? I don't think that's really it. Mainly like um, Zeebel and Cheese are the main two that people oh. already have and can can sort of flex down to defence. Well, well, could will um,
2: Dawson Newton have got awful. enough? Oh, so Dawson have got enough CBAs to get midfield.
0: It's only gonna be three weeks so maybe but again he's a defender he played so it doesn't back really too, matter to it too much if he does or not just a little bit of flexibility but I, don't think I there's know really John much you can
1: spin a half forward a fair bit watching um, Hawks didn't get much of it today did he um uh, that was like more this week he hasn't been as that much for last week he was I think they've dropped to 50 last week and then would have been low today as well
0: they if yeah, we C-Max, might, C-Max might M- probably gets all. forward
1: eligibility because
2: after week one, he's basically had sub-20% CBAs.
0: Yeah, so look, not a great thing, but something we could maybe flex him down there if you're getting into mid. So yeah, there's not a hell of a lot, I don't think, you know, people thinking you're Gorns, Petrarchas and all them were coming, but obviously that haven't come to fruition. So yeah, I guess we'll start with just some, just some defender premiums um, to begin with and what their break even is and, and what we think about bringing them in soon so I guess we'll start with Tom Stewart you know just played today um, yeah remarkably only missed that one game uh, in round two but uh, yeah huge score two weeks ago but but today a little bit less Um, do we think Mitch Duncan was the main thing here I know it's probably the consensus here he took a lot of the ball 14 marks Duncan and uh, 30 touches uh, across half back to see up was that you know is that going to concern you going forward, if anything? I mean, he doesn't. He always seems to cop an injury here or there. And, you know, obviously you had to interrupt a preseason. Um, does it scare you off Stuart a little bit, George?
1: Mm, doesn't take much for me to not pick Stuart, to be honest. <laughs> True. I think he'll be fine. They, they had no supply in the second half at all. Um mm. like It's weird. Like, you looked at the first half clearances. Hawks won, like, 10 out of the past 11. And then it just flips um, the other way. The second half, and so yeah, they didn't see much ball back there. Um, yeah, I think he's still a target. Sixty nine break even, I think it is something like that. He's one of, I probably I know there's a few others coming down, so he's actually going to go up because that, that injury's gone out of his system now. Um, look, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be top six still. So I think he's a fine target.
0: Yeah, uh,
2: his buy is obviously really handy, so I like him from that perspective. You can probably like wait a couple of weeks on him, I think. Uh, Duncan back, I believe, will hurt him a little bit just because I think the kick-ins are going to be more shared than they otherwise would have been the first couple of rounds. But yeah, should still be top six or thereabouts. So don't mind him if he gets a little bit cheaper or like kind of stays sub 570 over the next few weeks until we can kind of ready to upgrade to him.
1: Yep. Another one, we just quickly, exactly. we saw Duncan play more back or like play a lot better down back. Late last year, which kind of hurt Stuart a fair bit. Um, I still think he'll be fine though, but might eat into his ceiling a bit because he was like 120 with no injuries True. or whatever. So I don't yeah. think mm-hmm. that's happening again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: um, I mean, what? How old's Duncan now? thirty oh, thirty-two, three
1: or three. thirty-two
2: or three. Like he's he's one of those ones where do you expect him to play every game from here to the end? Nah.
0: Probably, not. Nah. probably not. probably not. Probably not. But it might affect him on some weeks.
2: He's 32 in June.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sinclair, this is probably one that people are a little bit more interested in now. Dropped at 60 last week uh, mm-hmm. against Essendon. Um, just didn't use it all that well, I believe. And then he had a really good game on Saturday night against, against the Gold Coast. Kicked a nice goal. Um, so, yeah, has 154 break even, I believe. So you could probably wait a week on him. Um, maybe even two, and then, yeah, get him in for, you know, hopefully somewhere around the sort of 550 mark in the next couple of weeks. So would he be up there for you boys um, as a target? George? Yeah, for sure. I
1: thought it was a bit more midfield as well. Um, kicked a nice goal. Yeah, I'm looking at Sinclair. He's got that 60 in his system for a few weeks. So I don't even know if I can upgrade next week. If I upgraded, I'd have to get rid of like Setterfield. Otherwise, Mm. I just wait a week and get rid of two other rookies. So I'm not quite sure what I want to do yet. Um, But Sinclair is what him and another guy we'll speak about soon, Sicily. Uh, Those are the two I'm ironed off. And whoever's at the right price, I'll grab one of those two. So, yeah, I feel comfortable with Sinclair.
0: Yep. Uh, He's fine for you, J.D.? Would Wengaleen Malira concern you? I mean, he's getting a fair boot of all down there as well. Uh,
2: I mean, there's definitely like less kick-ins for Sinclair than last year. It seems to be more like closer to a 50-50 split, maybe more like 60-40 Sinclair's way. And then, yeah, there is some of that roaming up into the mid-time. I think the positive thing is Sinclair's been scoring really well, even though Saints have been winning. and given that he still is more half-back than midfielder, I assume that if this form turns at some point, which it may not, um, then that probably does present a little bit of upside as well for him. So, uh, yeah, like I, I think Sinclair is a very good option, especially if he gets, yeah, yeah, I think he's projected even with a ton to drop another 25K and be closer to 550 next week. That's a really nice price point for him. So, um, yeah, I'd be happy to jump on that.
0: Yep, and then as George said before, begrudgingly for me though, Sicily will be on a lot of radars as well after the what was it, seventy-seven today, seventy-six, yeah. uh, which was frustrating watching the game because he was yeah, well he finally got sort of, of and then he disappeared for three. Yeah, yeah, uh, I guess that comes the fact of um, how dead that second half was again, yep. sort of what happened, I mean and the rain didn't help these. either. Like
2: the intercept marking was gone, and the yeah. Hawks stopped their chip game across half back, which I thought was yeah, pretty oh, interesting. Like, I
0: mean, didn't have the ball at all really yeah <laughs> every yeah. time it came in there, he just was marked goal <laughs> over his head goal uh he did take a few more kickouts today though which is good bramble was out of the team and not not even sub as we either played vfl so helps a little bit obviously impy still took a bit as well uh, and i think will scrimshaw day snuck down there didn't he i think will day snuck down there took some as yeah, well Yeah, like- uh scrimshaw i didn't even know played honestly he barely touched it so um because like there's Sisley had none last week, I think, against... Yep. Uh, not, yeah. Yeah, none. so... Yeah. Look, playing it on Jezard and just, oh, the, just supply in the second half was just insane. I he was under the, the pump. Matchup. so um, What yeah. happened to
2: CJ, by the way? Because I saw him clutching at his knee. Was that nothing? Um, I'm not sure. I know it was something. I don't
0: know. Hyper extension or something. So Yeah, okay. Keep an eye on it. But um, anyway, you guys will be interested in Sis, I guess, is the point of it in a c- couple of weeks.
1: For sure. I think the role won't be this bad every week. He's done this last year. Some weeks he'll play key position. And like this week, there was just the midfield was getting burnt every time and the ball was coming in quick and didn't really have much chance to intercept, I thought, in the second half. So I think, yeah, it was just a nightmare matchup. Midfield was getting hammered and then playing on Jezza, a little bit on Hawkins, but also Jezza mostly. So yeah, that won't be the case every week, I think. So, oh, yeah, he's one I certainly would like to bring in. Sooner rather than later. So it'll be priced out of Dawson, unfortunately. So he's him and Sinclair are for the ones I'm looking at soon.
2: Yeah. I guess like the only thing it's worth pointing out, maybe a little bit, is um, buys around some of these. So Sicily shares the round 14 buy with Dawson and Dacos, whereas Sinclair's pretty much by himself in that first buy. Um, so maybe Sinclair's better one to get after that first buy. But if you've also already got Dawson and Dakos and maybe Sicily is less appealing. Although I think you just load up on all three. To be honest, um, yeah. Only only other things to consider there. Yeah.
1: Just thinking about buy like that first buy, everyone probably has Gordon and Dunkley and Marshall. There's not much else in that first buy. Maybe you have mm. Lockie Nil as well. So I think there's just maybe you can carry one extra now yep. rather than wait. So. Um, just c- before we move on to some of the other, like maybe more relevant people, could we just
2: quickly talk about uh, Will Day, his teammate, who was best on for the Hawks again. I would say um, I- I'd say pretty likely to miss a week just based on the sling tackle and some of the talk we've seen. I think he probably misses one, but assuming he doesn't, or even you know fast forwarding a week, do you think he can be a top six defender or close enough from here that picking him up at
0: four fifty four
2: k actually makes sense?
0: He could be around the mark. Like, I'm surprised how well he's doing in there. Just like with his frame. Yeah, a, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, he's, tall. he's tall. He's but tall, but you see him yep, next but, like, to danger. And, and he looks so skinny. Today. That's um, yeah. really impressive. His right, um, contested markings,
2: really impressive as well. Like, I think there's a lot to his game that uh, I was unfamiliar with. I mean, it's that Shaq meme, right? Like, sorry, as I'm familiar with the game. That's totally <laughs> the
0: case. I've learned yeah, a lot about Will Day well. over the last month, and I like what I see. Yeah, probably all fall into that bracket. Uh, a lot of teams ahead of us, boys, have him. So you know, um, it's been a really good pickup for them at 400 ish. If he misses a week, then do you get him the week after for I don't know, from from like a war pull up or you know something like that? It could know. even be just like
2: maybe Ginby plays one more and gets rested. He's at 300, and you, 300 and, you know, yeah. it's only 150k to get up to him.
0: Something to think about. What do you think, George?
1: He has to be a keeper at 450, right? Mm. So yep, definitely. can he keep can he keep this up? Uh, I know Big said that he missed it. He was doing limited training two weeks ago just during the week. It might have been light session, but <laughs> you know, his durability has been appalling. But he's had a full preseason. He he's had he struggled, but yeah, really looks really, really good. He looked like on the eye, like he takes some really good grabs. He like moves through traffic really well, was explosive. He looks really, really good. Uh, can he keep it up? Obviously in a very bad team as well. It doesn't mm. help. So I do feel like there's going to be a poor one at some point. Um, but the role's good. I think the 60% CBA will hold. Uh, what does he do from here? I think he does 95. So then it's probably a no. Like it's he's not a keeper really. I guess it's a, I think there's
2: enough, enough other good options.
1: He's doing 101 at the moment. Um, He scored well against Sydney in uh, what was that eighty point loss or something?
2: Yeah, and I mean he did well against Cats and a massive loss as well. So,
0: well, his fantasy's been good every week, right? Week one was just a bit of bit of a down the massive ratio, but he and he also didn't have
2: the midfield time. So if you just look at games where he's had CBA midfield, he's averaging like what one fifteen or something. Yeah, true. Just looking, that was
0: that was too contested. Yeah, yeah. maybe one
1: maybe ninety five is too conservative. I'm not sure. Just because he's, he's still only fourth year and they're going to get hammered a lot. So it's, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he can do 100. I don't know. I think 95 to 100 is where I'd have him this year.
2: Yeah, I, Like I, I worry about his body a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know if it keeps up. I, I, like, Eno, have you got, do you feel strongly one way or another about
0: this? I don't. It's probably one I'd, I'd, I'd just, you know, say great if you've got him. Anyone out there and probably at 450, um, just pass on because yeah look well if he misses the week I guess it helps right you can get some more cash out of rookies and whatnot. if he doesn't then I'm not probably I'm not jumping on next week I don't think so just sort of great if you have and like oh yeah we'll get to the next guy Sam Doherty. like I wouldn't be going down to him now at 450 yep. from whatever Doc is now what is he for
2: 530 uh, so. 25
0: <laughs> oh, and going down
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah he's got more to well, go what do we do even JD, oh. oh, what a no, night, man! Told I it can't is. believe
2: I swapped uh, out of Dawson, and keeping Doherty. Come on, um, yeah, I think like uh, so. Doherty's ro- like two weeks ago he had thirty-nine touches. Right, it's just clangers and some disposal efficiency. And generally, you don't get off guys that are going like forty touches in game. Like they're they're pretty safe to hold, especially into a soft fixture, which Carlton has. Uh, Walsh is meant to be coming back this week by sound things only just missed last week and McGovern was injured. Do we know the severity of it? No, he's fine. He just got subbed
0: out because oh, he's okay. injury prone. They just rested him or like okay. you know, precautionary. Um, I think it was like a yeah,
1: quad it, issue that he played through. He did though. have he got a quad. Up. Yeah, yeah,
0: but he got, came back out and was fine. And uh, I wonder well. if that
2: means Cowan gets dropped this week. Uh, anyway. Possible, um, yeah. So like, I think Doherty should be fine going forward, especially with Walsh back, they put him more half back and I think he'll be okay. He'll get used more. There was like at least half a dozen times this game where he was the next option they should have gone to and the player burnt him and it resulted in a turnover or um, like just a suboptimal like option. I think they fix that. Like they'll look at that vision and fix that. Uh I thought Doherty was otherwise fine with the ball and worked into okay positions. It's just a game where it, it didn't come together and off the back of the week before where he scored poorly but had lots of touches. I can see why like people are hating this pick. I think it turns around and I don't like what Crows, Saints, West Coast, the next three. I don't really want to jump off into that fixture. So I'm like I'm just holding from here. I think he'll bounce back and be top six still.
1: Can yep. I just read out the top five defenders for Carlton in, for scoring? Ah, uh, uh, yep. Saad, Newman, McGovern,
2: uh, Weedering. Weedering, yep. And Number five, Dockerty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm concerned, especially McGovern. Doherty did drop two intercepts, so I think he takes those. He goes, what, like almost 90, maybe? And he would not step out for kick ins, two of them. Yep. Um, that's sort of. The experience of owning Doherty at the moment, you'd kind of just praying for points where you can get them. I'm pretty concerned, uh, especially in McGovern. I just thought in the first half he was on like 20 and he only started getting touches because they threw him on the ball.
0: Mm. That's hard. I don't know, there's just a lot
1: of points to go around. It might be like a like an Essendon thing where or even like Frio, where one defender seems to pop off one week and then you like Redmond does really good for a few weeks but he has that one down one where the others do well and it might be similar with like McGovern, Newman, Doherty with Sada always doing well. That's my concern. I would like to jump off to be honest but I don't think it's worth two trades to jump off for me. I think I have to hold personally. But if I had seventy k sitting there, bang straight to Sinclair or Stewart or or um, Sicily.
0: Yeah. If he look, if he turns I'm that thirty nine touch game into a 110-120 and then Friday does it, you know, takes those intercepts and goes ninety. We're not talking about it as much. Like obviously, just the scoring mm-hmm. does really hurt it, and the price drop, and having to watch that go down and down. But I still think. Like from here, obviously, you know, forget what he's already scored. I think from here, he still goes 95 to 100. And is it worth flipping him to a day for 70K? I don't He'll even know, know what his game. role
1: is because it was just, it was Sardin McGovern sweeping up everything deep, deep in defense. And Doc was just, I couldn't see him deep in defense almost ever. This is very frustrating. Yeah. It might be a week-to-week thing. I don't
0: know, but it's, I don't like it. I hate it. But yeah, what? Well, Walsh and Kennedy and back, us. and you can probably get. Yeah, I mean it's hard because you, you say get a last look at him, but if it's bad again, he was dropped another thirty and. You've,
2: yeah, I mean I, I think <laughs> you're just stuck to holding now. There's no. He's interest. dropped eighty k. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. With those two back, hopefully it improves, Um and he'd be someone I'd honestly be looking at if he was cheap. So. I don't know. Like there was there was a period of um
2: six games last year where five of those were under ninety-three or something like that for Doherty. So th- this isn't beyond like what he's done before. Mm. Like he he's has had big. patches like this where it's just poor and it feels awful, especially because it's at the start of the year where you've got others going big. But I think you just ride it out. Others are gonna get him cheap, which is unfortunate,
1: but I think he'll be fine. Do you think he does over 95 from here on out?
0: Yes. Yeah, I think he does in that range. I'd have him
2: about 95. So you don't have him top yeah. six then? You don't think he's top six anymore? You no, no the chance. day.
1: Well, I don't think day's top six either.
2: So who, who's your top six then? Dawson, Dacos, Sicily, Sinclair.
1: Sicily. Yeah, Sicily, sure. Sinclair. Yep. Dawson, uh, Dacos, Sicily, Sinclair. Stuart, sorry. Stuart, um,
2: five. Yep. Sard. Sad. Wow. Okay.
1: Well, it doesn't look like Doc's outscoring side this year, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. It's <laughs> yeah.
2: it's, uh, it's about time they started giving side a bit of attention, I reckon, just quietly.
0: Yeah, he's. I mean, he's all their drive out of the back line now. Um, if you can
1: be top 10, that's enough for me. But yeah, it's one of those, can't do much now.
0: All right. Unfortunately, we'll move on to the midfield with this. Another one that I think. Did JD own? But Rory Led. I don't own Rory Led. No. Okay. Sorry, George, we're hitting you again here. But 163 break even. Um, Basically, everything that could have been worst case scenario with him and Clary has been worst case scenario if you're you're picking between the two. And, um, you know, he's down a 650, 163 break even, as I said, and, and heading towards 600K really. So, Couple of tons the next two weeks, and he will be down at that price. And and for me and JD, I think it's someone and everyone who doesn't own him that we'll, we'll have to heavily look at uh, for sure. So I don't think too much needs to be said. Roy Led, are you concerned George, any with anything sort of like? Not really. Tackle numbers uh, are half. He's not going to be one. For whatever exactly. reason he's going to be one twenty-seven, but or whatever he was, but he'll still be 110, 115 pretty comfortably. Well,
1: it's like I don't think Doc's top six, but I think Led's top eight. So I'm not really moving off him. Yeah, uh, just it hasn't he, worked. The seat yeah. comes off him for a bit because now I have like English and Oliver. Um, but is a hold now. We sucks that we lost heaps of value here, but or me. And yeah, you guys get him for 600, or things keep going even worse. Worth noting that Ash kept pulling his jumper for the entire first half, which was very annoying. And then they took him off for the last 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah, Ash, sorry. Um, I mean, it's just a hold. If you don't have him, you're laughing.
0: Yep. Is he like the first one we're looking at, JD, to get in? Uh, Yeah, I want to
2: see the form change first, but I do think that with what we've seen out of Dawson the last two weeks, there's no way Laird gets attention for the rest of the year. If you want to put time into someone in the midfield, it's going to be Dawson, unless they're able to move him behind the ball effectively, which uh, nullifies the tag. I just, yeah, like I think that is the one benefit for Laird. The... H-tag, that doesn't happen again. At least, like, I mean, they've got Carlton this week, so no tag. Um, Hawks the week after, if you're going to tag with Finn McGuinness, it's probably going to be Dawson over Laird. And then Pies don't tag, Cats don't tag, Saints haven't been tagging. So, um, yeah, I think we like, should, should recover after this week. Carlton's obviously another hard matchup in terms of they suck up points. Not that it stopped Laird last year, but... Uh yeah, then, I mean, him into the Hawks matchup might be pretty pretty interesting, depending on how Laird goes this week and if we see him kind of recapture some of last year's form.
1: I wouldn't be worried. His three-run average is 119. No, I'm not at all. With Laird, I mean, there's one score that's propped that up and then
2: there
0: are two others which we would... There's also one that, you know, was a bit hot for him and props it down. (laughs) Yeah, So, no, I'm not concerned, JD, at all. I think 28 touches with a bit of a tag and for a half um i mean he's had more like sub 120 scores than he did all
2: of last year didn't he
0: yeah i mean you're looking at last year right thinking where's his 125 average coming from it's not it's going to be 110 115 It'll be 110 plus no problem but for 600 i'm grabbing that i don't really have much confidence in a lot of others really so he's 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 durable obviously which helps as well like for he's set of fields going to him as soon as it looks um looks smart to do so which is probably two weeks i'd say uh other ones parish i guess a couple of well a couple of don's mids here jd what what do we think of those so yeah obviously setterfield i brought up has come into the mix Shield's still around um yeah what have you seen from both those guys parish and Merritt, in the first uh, half? so i
2: i think the sm midfield overall has looked pretty good this year without um looking into the numbers for each of them I have a feeling that Parrish has suffered a little bit because they're not using him as the link-up mark-kick option through the midfield. That's what Setterfield seems to be doing now, just as that bigger, taller mid. If you see someone get uh, uncontested possessions, it's usually him. And if they're looking for a ball user, it's not Parrish. It's Merritt running by or Redmond running by. He's working off the ground more this year. Uh, So I think they've all looked okay, but it does feel like a little bit like there is um, some sharing, point sharing going on between Setterfield Parish, Merritt, and Shield, who's also been good this year, which makes all of them kind of not great options. Um, I, I think for any of them, you're just hoping for like a, a really big down game, and then maybe you can jump on on the back of that. I will say Merritt in particular seems like he's copped attention or been tagged most weeks, or like if not a hard tag, like a softer tag. So I feel like his scoring's actually been very good considering the amount of work that's been put into him over the other mids. Uh, And he's probably still one that if he does get cheap like we've seen in other years, gets to like a low 500 or a sub 550, that's probably the one you want to pick up uh, of the four. Uh, But yeah, like I think nothing either way. If you've got them, you're probably holding. Like I don't think you need to jump off any of them, but they're
1: not super exciting options for me at the moment.
0: Yeah. George? I'm keen for
1: Zach Mera. I've no interest in Parrish
0: yeah i think i'm same yep I think i'm yep. pretty similar there's a period JD where after the buy you come out with free away port at the g but then after that it's like five of the next six i want to say at marvel you know to the for mm-hmm. to the back end of the year with some you know northwest coast uh i think Adelaide. even before before the buy
2: so at round 10 we play Good point. rich and then after yeah. that we've got west coast yeah. and north twice in the remaining fixture so i i could yep. see people wanting to jump on to redmond in the back line if he's reasonably priced as a d6 uh a merit or even a parish in the midfield um so yeah any of those three options just with that fixture yeah, that and they looks- also you know on top of west coast north they still have another game against gws um
0: another one against the Crows. so yeah yeah that actually looks like really good timing after port and brizzy away then you just yeah. Yep. That looks really good. Uh, and lastly, we'll get to Tuk Miller, who, yeah, for, I mean, for obvious reasons, we avoided um, with his preseason. You know, <laughs> same reason as English, and it turns out, yeah. Miller's
2: probably been one of the better six hundred game hits. One of the best, honest.
0: without still obviously being great, and he's still dropping in price. So, um, well, he yeah, hasn't had good.
2: a sub one hundred score, which no. is you know, and he's gone down thirty seven k, which is pretty wild. I mean, he's he was definitely overpriced as a starting pick but liked him better than Neil Laird. Well, he went to 120 last year and he's going 110.
0: So he's always, you know, it's hard to keep
2: up 120. But I would say he's um, either at the bottom or close to bottom at six. Twenty six. although with H tagging last week, maybe they tag Miller this week and you actually do see a bigger drop. But if he gets past that, then it's, I think, North Tigers next couple after. So he's also another nice one as an early upgrade target and um, much like Stewart has that good buy. So it's probably someone that you want to bring in um, just just because it can help you through your buys and your buy structure.
0: Yep. Have you paid much attention to Took, George?
1: Not really. I'll grab him later.
2: It's not an exciting pick because he hasn't shown you the ceiling game yet.
0: Nah, he's still pretty bad with disposal He brings a low it just uh,
1: He generally will heat up soon. Yeah. Last few years he has. So, yeah, I definitely, definitely think he's top eight. So, I'll grab him at some point. I think yeah. I, for my structure personally, I need to grab... I got Wilmot D5, for God's sake. I need to grab two defenders. So, probably... Wait on Tuke, but yeah, he. he, I I guess if you don't have lead, I think lead is probably the first one if he drops below 600, which he might at this rate. Um, but if not, the the other one is probably Miller or Merritt for me personally.
0: Yeah, I think lead and Tuke's probably my second for the midfield first, so yeah, early targets. Um, forward line, there isn't really much besides those who do not own this man, and that's Stephen Caniglio. Yeah, I was going to say, should we talk about Cornelio? Because I, mean, I <laughs> oh, think God, you, mean, Laird yeah. and
2: Cornelio are the three kind of premiums <laughs> that people ask most about. Like, if I've got yeah. them, can I trade them out? And I think from what we've heard so far, George was saying, Doc, fine. You could trade out Doc if you've got nothing else. Lead is a
0: keep. Uh, Cogs? is a keep. As much as it hurts, he's a keep. In the forward line that we're not getting any DPPs in, have the CBAs come out yet cuz like he did spend a bit of forward no. time but um that's obviously a little concerning but he's still going to be the main guy like they don't have um much he's he's through, third right? behind
2: Kelly and Green he's in third that, in that yeah.
0: yeah yeah he's third but he's going to stay third right there's not much else they have you know Rouston's their fourth at the moment i think did Brent Daniels roll through there a bit or did he just play forward half uh, forward all game um Oh, by the Not way, he really was someone probably. that I mentioned uh, would have been a yeah, good rookie option. And mean, he's <laughs> like, he's been real good. But he anyway. had like a hammy, with, again, like two, two weeks in, didn't play any practice games. Like it's so hard to pick someone like that. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, anyway. And if we didn't have all these corrections to make in round three, it's probably someone we could have looked at. But um... all right. So just quickly, is he a top six forward? So do you have him a- ahead
2: of Dunkley, Taranto, Rosie, Golden, Zebel, or Shiesel?
0: Zebul, yeah, I can see him still beating Zeeble.
1: I have him seventh. Behind like those,
2: a- or have you got a different forward that you like?
1: Uh, well, Dylan Moore is just tearing it up at the moment, but I guess not enough CBAs to go there personally. But uh, look, he probably should outdo Zeeble, really. The points come easy for Zeeble, whereas with Cogs, Cox has never ever been a smooth sailing pick. Because for some reason he ends up in my team every year, except for this year. Even when he was mid only, I picked him. And then like that year that he got dropped with Leon and, and whatnot. He's like Cox he's a confidence more. player. If I don't know what it is, but I feel like last year was his big comeback year. Um this year the numbers are still fine. Like it's still getting what was his touches? 29 last week for 58 and 25 this week. The numbers are still fine. Low tackles at the moment, but I can't see him going below ninety. Um, just with cogs, it's it, it, he—he's been frustrating in the past, and this year might not be different. Might not be different. It was only a month ago where he scored one fifty or whatever. So, um, yeah, I would hold because he should be top eight forward still. Probably should be top six, but um, yeah, wouldn't worry too much about it.
0: It, it was twenty five for Green, um, twenty one for Cogs, nineteen for Kelly. So he had more than Kelly on the weekend, and obviously that can be
1: determining when him kick not. But Yeah, he's dropped thirty five k this week, and his break even is one sixty seven. Yeah, so I think it's the concern is like it I stinks, know. but what do you even do with him? You hold if you if you think he's top six or top eight, you still hold. I think. So the numbers are still fine. Like, theoretically, like, he should be a hold. Numbers, there, f- rolls fine. Yeah.
0: He's just playing bad. and He's just having bad games. It's – you don't trade out premiums on bad games if they've still got the role, yeah. unless they've, like, seriously fallen off a cliff. But he'll yeah, it still be around the mark. My point is there's no DPPs coming in to the forward line. There's, you know, no other picks out of nowhere, besides, I guess, the North boys. But, um, you know, they're they're part of the defense too as of next week. So – Uh, he still falls in line somewhere in the top eight for me. Um, So I don't trade him. Uh, And yeah, yeah, there's not much else in the forward line. We everyone really sort of already owns the other sort of four and um, we're probably just waiting to see who else pops up. What's
1: Jeremy Cameron doing? I feel like he's going (laughs) ballistic. He's going nuts.
0: He's absolutely insane. He's a top forward now after today. Oh, are you
1: kidding me? Yeah. Of course he is for average. Yeah, total Uh, points, sorry. Yeah so um, he's averaging 115 he looks unreal
0: he's ridiculous right now i think i forgot
1: about darcy cameron i definitely need feel like i need darcy cameron just to cover rucks for the rest of the year he'd be really like the perfect f7 or maybe like yeah. your like your zebel goes on the bench or something covers both lines and then you got um what's his face uh Darcy cameron covering the ruck as well that would be perfect if we somehow can manufacture a team like that but see so yeah, how we go
0: Got him at six to eight, so he's still a little bit away, but sort of second half of the year um, yeah. type stuff. All right, Jadi's got to attend to the kids, so there's only a few rookies here, George, to really speak about this week. Um, maybe just quickly on last week, I got in Rouston because I had to, couldn't afford Phillips um, if I wanted to get English from from Old Trek, so that isn't looking too hot, but it's sort of like same role expected. He just didn't find, you know. Uh, 50 top, 50%, I think. Yeah.
1: 58, 16, I think.
0: Yeah, it's not great. He's probably out in three weeks. Um he's got to he play make, though, I think. Yeah. Just hopefully it can make me hundred K. But what do you think of Phillips um on Friday? Phillips looks right. good, but yeah. I mean it's
2: the same problem. the like what what yeah. I don't know, is he spot gonna hold?
0: Um Clark I didn't speak too well of Cunners, did he? in the aftermath
2: no that's true that's true um
0: i think it does i think it does for at least another week and just and just to wait and see but that's what you get you know you were getting in a rookie with a nice low break even he plays he's gonna make cash so you just sort of hope he makes uh, and plays sorry as much as you can you're not really getting them in anymore he's gone um just yeah wait and see maybe
1: wardlaw comes in soon i know they're Slowly building him up, but apparently played well. He got last week. He got votes in the leady coaches votes in the VFL. I think he got four of them uh, last week. I don't know how he did this week, but he had pretty low
2: touches this week. I want to say like it was only like fourteen or seventeen or something. But a lot of those were clearances. So like just from looking at the stats, it, it to me read as having high impact at stoppages, but probably still not spreading like what you would expect. And I think that's where the conditioning stuff comes into play.
0: Yeah. Anyway, just, yeah. If you got Phillips, nice. If you don't, you're not getting him in anymore. Um, this week. So I think the clear number one is, is Van Ruyen. Uh Fair chunk of the comp sort of went him early next week because there wasn't much uh, else besides Phillips. Maybe people had him and they needed someone else. So um, he's already got a little bit of ownership Think around what is it um like 10 percent almost which is kind of funny but uh he's a clear number one for this week guys what did you think um on uh, on sunday george yesterday i mean he took him a while to get going but he kicked in a couple of goals in the end and scored a 50. i kept my eyes on
1: two rookies this week one was van ruen the other one was the port one uh williams will touch on van ruen i thought he was good so they played three tools they played um the defender's name Petty. Petty, McDonald played pretty well. And Van Ruin. Van Ruin also rucked a little bit too. Uh he looks good. He made lots of contests. Probably could have kicked three goals. I think he kicked two, but he like dropped the biggest sitter ever. Like uncontested and then juggled over the line. Um no he he can he makes a lot of contests. Like he's always in the air like flying for marks. Like coaches would love that. So I have confidence that he will hold. Uh what are they going to do with um yeah, and Ben Brown. Is Ben Brown injured or is he not best 22? Supposedly the boys. back. Um, okay.
2: Yeah, he, was, he, week. Was, it's he was held up. So, yeah, Brett, Ben Brown was injured. So, I think, like, this is a tough thing. I, I think he was injured. Wait, maybe I should check that team sheet. He got subbed out but, with
0: the back, but he was sort of yeah. kept out in the end.
2: Yeah. Far, I, so, I think like Van room was good enough on... Um, Uh, like the first game he played to be on merit, the best of the forwards that we'd seen from Melbourne this year. I thought this week he was clearly behind McDonald. So what happens when they bring in, if they bring in Ben Brown again?
1: Do they put Petty down back?
2: Yes, they could put Petty down back, but then assuming then um, JVR then holds in as the third, he's only holding probably maybe until Gorn comes back and then one of JVR, McDonald's, McDonald's, Ben Brown gets dropped. I, so I think the thing is he's not like a locked in best 22 forward, but I also think that none of Ben Brown or Tom McDonald have shown form to be a, a walk-up selection each week. So I think he'll get games throughout the year, just not every game every week, if that makes sense. It'll just be based on form, how they're going in the twos, and he's been dominating the two. So I would imagine that. Even if he gets dropped, it'll be as soon as one of McDonald or Brown Brown have a couple of bad games. He's back in the side for a couple of weeks. So I think he'll he'll he's just a slow burn, but he's not know, like the best selection ever. And he's still a key forward as well.
1: I think is Melbourne, he plays for Melbourne, so endless <laughs> supply. And then yeah, he has the last the fixture camp- coming down camp-
2: the thing as well. Yep. Yep.
1: I like him. Uh, I'll bring him in this week. I think there's enough there. Like I'm not hundred percent sure he'll be in the team for a month, but I think he will. And there's not a lot on offer at the moment. So that's enough for me. And we also have Chester, so Dave in the forward line. So I'll be bringing him in for Chester this week. Yep.
0: Uh, That's really it for on the bubble. Um, We'll talk about a couple others in a sec, but like Brockman dropped to 25. That was kind of, you know, always around the corner. Subbed out. You're not really going there. And then I think there's Judson Clark, who's up at like 196 though, scored an 80. I think he's sort of on the fringes as well, like. Played well, but um, yeah, anyway, overpriced. You're not going there. Did you want us to quickly speak on Dylan Williams' Jaws, before we move to some that have already played and risen?
1: I only saw the second half of this game because watching the other game, but I decided to watch the port game, which is a pretty wild ending with Florida yeah. always kicking the mm-hmm. sealer. That was the best fake out. Like you thought it was yeah. going through, the camera angle looked like it too.
2: Then they're celebrating, and you're like, oh, there's no way the players are celebrating when it yeah. hasn't gone through, right?
0: Mills just yeah. ran off the line and Buddy not blocking the leer like I mean it probably wouldn't have got there but still. No, I mean the Plus, ball was never do there something. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it held up in the, the wind. Moment. Anyway, yeah, he played half back right. This kid, George.
1: Yes, so he played half back in the preseason. He played half back again. Uh, he looked alright. He just doesn't seem like a high accumulator. So in the in the SNFL, he went ninety-one fantasy the week before. Uh, this week. I want to say he's scored like 60, super coach. He does some nice things. It's just like every five minutes we'll do like one thing. Not a massive impact, but he's fairly new to the role. So he's been a forward in the past. Um, I need another look at him. I think uh, Ryan Burton's out of the team, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Um, and then they use DBJ the as a uh, sub. Yeah. So look, you are not bring but, him in, but just keep an eye. No, I think there's
1: the role is nice enough. And I thought he did enough to hold his spot. I need another look for sure. I'm going to have a quick look at the injury list to see what the timeline on Burton is. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely a and not early. Yep. Van Ruin ahead for me. I know that,
0: that the role was better for uh, yep. Williams, but, yeah. Oh, you get the guy in the bubble this week and, and see what happens next week. Um, all right. We'll now talk about a couple of Richmond... Rookies, which is probably all that's going to be worth talking about for Richmond for the rest of this year, with um Lynch out for a couple of months, Nanks in dysmosis, So there goes my fantasy team as well. Um, <laughs> I had wits this uh, week, Nank. so yep, yep, uh, yep. Uh, that opens up the spot for okay, we'll start with Tyler Young. George, you've got him in uh already he was 142 it was a 102k uh rookie so actually rose exactly forty k on the dot uh break even is still negative thirty one and just scored a sixty so Tarrant injured in the VFL he'll be out still a while and away from the team broad suspended for another two weeks I believe is it? Yeah. Uh, Um pretty much one. Oh we oh yeah Yeah. anyway. I never looked anyway and I think it's another two three sorry another two yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, I think regardless of that, he, he still should be uh, locked in the team. So if you needed a defense downgrade, he's probably the, he's the only one. Would you Would you look at him this week even after a rise? Uh, probably not.
1: He scored a 60 in the preseason. I think first game scored 30, then a 50, and then a 60 this week. So he's oh been building. Goodness. He's seventy, eighty, ninety 70, 80, 90 next three weeks. He's yeah. going big. He's... So he's 24, 25 years old. He's been in your VFL system for a while, however, however long. Uh, he, he, he can't kick. Oh, my goodness. We didn't play. Like he took a kick boys, in, though.
0: Right? Yeah. yeah. What the hell? Why? That was, oh. I was so scared. Um, um. Yeah. No,
1: he's all right. He he has to play because Gibka's had that nasty, whatever, three month hamstring or whatever. I think it's injury lists is three to five weeks. So that actually might be two to four now. So he, I think. Think he might be on borrowed time for Gibcus unless they want to ease him in, and then like Tarrant, Tarrant might be cooked because he's been injured all preseason. Got they they put him off halfway through a VFL game, and then he lasted five minutes in the next VFL game. So just assume he's out for a while.
0: Gibby um, still a month probably. So
1: yeah, so I think uh, he's got at least two weeks guaranteed, and then do so you think he'll hold with Broad in the team when he think comes back? Yeah. Okay.
0: It's probably only if they want to bring Taron in.
1: Uh, I think 140 is a bit too much
0: now. And to be yeah, honest, I mean, George, you'd rather have JV out 1-3. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. No, no. I mean, it's if you're desperate in defense, right, and you need it to be a defender. He's the one. I think and you can then, then then the you just 200. wait a week until you can put Cheezle or Zebel back there. Like, yeah. I just don't think you forced Tyler Young. Yeah. No, you're not forcing. He's just there yeah. if you need. Um, Bolton might go forward. Who knows? Because we're desperate down there now. I don't know. Who knows? What yeah, that's happen. true. That's a good point. Um, See what happens, uh, but Samson's the other one, bigger one to talk about. As you said, with Nake. uh syndesmosis. I don't actually read the article, but syndesmosis is syndesmosis, so it's um, it's a decent chunk of time. Uh, Bradkey, that preseason pick, uh, we took what broke his hand. I think he's out for a while. Biggie Newland's there, um, got injured as well in the VFL, so it's literally Ben Miller who'll probably have to come in. And Soldo's still out, I think, with like a foot yep. injury. So, a couple of weeks Literally <laughs> got like nothing. Right. I would
1: imagine they play Miller and um, Samson Ryan and they swap between them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Soldo is listed as one to three weeks last week. So that means zero to two.
2: Yeah. I, I will say, like, uh, I so I have Ryan in fantasy and he covered for wits, which I couldn't avoid um, this week. So I've been watching him a little bit. And I must say, he's. Tap work as a second ruck has been one of the more impressive parts of the game. Like I can see why he was a ruckman or was talked about primarily as a ruckman before the forward conversation came into play. Um, And uh, with that said, like it's obviously against second rucks more often than not. I I think against a bigger ruck, he might get beaten up a bit. Uh, the other thing I noticed as well is this week he scored um, quite poorly compared to some of the other weeks where Lynch was out. So, like, Lynch being in, I think, hurt him quite badly because they just kicked to Lynch. Like, Ryan is not really looked at that much as an option. It's always to Lynch running out of the 50. So, I think with, like, Lynch out and Nank out, both of these things are probably good for Ryan. Um, when he's in the forward 50, he's probably a number one option until Jack's back, which I don't know when that is, Eno. You know. Ray we well, just rested, so he'll come straight in. Oh, okay, straight back in. Um, yeah. yeah, so maybe he still struggles and they just kick to Jack nonstop. But even Jack, they don't love. But yeah, so I think it helps a little bit from a forward perspective. And even if he's going from just um, like resting ruck to 50% mid-time, I think it's going to help a lot as well. So like, I think the injuries are really beneficial for his scoring uh, in the in the short term.
1: Yeah. He um, does play Sydney next week. So they have both McCartney McCart boys Bellman got knocked out. And then Laddams as well.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, guess
1: Question is, do you so bring him in at it,
0: 156 right now?
1: Uh, I think I'd just take Van Ruin for 30k less. But I must say, I do you think that his cover will pay off at some point? Yeah. So I'm, I'd I, actually want to get him, but I can't.
2: Yeah, if I had the extra cash, I think I'd rather get him over JVR if I had like Madden at R3. If you've got Radagalia or someone already, then it's probably not as important. Uh, but if you like, yeah, if, if Madden loop and then no other rock cover, then I probably like Ryan more. But you know, what do you, as the Tigers man, what do what do you think? How, how are you feeling on Samson?
0: I would like to get him, yeah. But it's the it's the it's the logistics around having Madden, having Radigalia, Fergus Green, and Chandler on field. It just doesn't look right because I have to get. Um, I want to get JVR. It, do you get both, and then have to field one? Probably not. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. Radical ear went 88 this week. He was just straight out for me, but um, kind of got to hold him now, I guess. Uh, brack even back into the negatives. Um, even like
1: Fergus, most people have. He's Fergus Green. He reset know. his brack even. Yeah, negative they 15.
0: Both they both buddy did. So now I'm like, well, who even goes for me for JVR, let alone both of them? So I think I'm with you. Get JVR first, but hey, I wouldn't be against people taking the, what is it, a risk with a rookie, but going Samson instead because his job security is A1 right now. He has to play. Whereas, mm-hmm. as you said, we still have some question marks over JVR's longer term, right? I think he plays next week and maybe the week after, but after that, what's it look like? Um, yeah, I'd like to get both, but I don't think it's going to be plausible. Um,
1: Actually, in times, if I had money sitting there, I'd probably go Ryan for the right cover over JVR. Mm.
0: I can get them no, both I and then I have to field uh, one. Um, you know, send him forward to the mids. Uh, maybe because he's getting all this forward time and just, you know, loop Sam. I can loop still, right? Which is nice. You can still loop Samson and Fergus or something. Um, it's an option. Yeah. I'll think about it. i got a few days. Uh, any other boys you see rookie wise? It's not a great deal. Um, not this much week. coming through i think what about going out of our teams which rookies would you be okay with getting rid of for, for these types that we've just talked about Alwyn Davy. no no need one break even who's worse than just, that, that you would get rid of just quickly
1: yeah. um johnson for freemantle sub again That's totally i don't know right if you play though yeah so he's he made no sorry. money i oh, sorry, oh, sorry he's only played twice but break even 33 yeah. <laughs> One to watch. Don't even have to go this week, just if he plays or not. But Anyway, like tradeouts, uh, I'll hold Davey. It sounds like his foot's fine, I think.
0: Okay, so who I are you going know. to, um, JVR? I guess I'll ask. Who's your worst?
2: Oh, it's well, Warpole. I think if you've got Warpole, you're trading out Warpole to JVR. I don't think it's any of the rookies that we've currently got.
0: Right. It's someone off your field then. So who, who are you fielding? That's more the question because if you don't... So I don't have anyone to get, get him to.
2: Oh, I'm putting Chandler on, uh, if, okay. uh, so like yeah, I've got Chandler currently benched. But I think like if you had Hollands to put on, that'd be okay as well. Or Phillips to put on, um, that's probably okay. But otherwise, yeah, I mean if you're if you're trading, I you don't have any. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's a tougher spot.
1: could um, have Would you, yeah. if you had money, would you go Madden to him? it's well, can, pretty heavy. Yeah. And use constable as your loop or chess or whoever you hold.
0: Yeah, I got constable. Um, maybe, maybe I like you got to like uh, looping in the rucks, so No problems, yeah. Uh, doesn't cause any issues if you know you get another laid out in defense or mid or whatever where you're doing it and you've already used the E in the loop, you're stuffed. Um, nah, okay. What gonna... about if um Jimby gets rested this week because uh,
2: like. His scoring's been good. His break-even's now eighteen because he dropped a forty. So if he gets rested, then uh, you know comeback, he's got, a, he's well, got <laughs> well, sorry, he's got a hundred and four in his rolling average, right? So he gets rested. He comes back. He scores the eighteen, like uh, he goes. Uh, I don't know, like say seventy. Makes a little bit, like maybe another twenty-five k. But then he's got a break-even of about sixty-five. So it's plateaued then, anyway. I don't know. It just feels like. In the next three weeks, we might only get another 20 30k out of Gimby, and that's if, when
1: you'd be looking to trade him anyway. If Gimby misses next week and then he goes 70 for the next four oh, and sorry weeks. for those
2: that don't know why we're talking about him missing next week, there was some talk about him potentially being ready for a rest with them having quite short turnaround uh times and like a fair bit of travel. And just I don't know, maybe he's hit a wall and needs rest. Uh, like I don't know if I necessarily believe that, but there's a chance that he misses either. This week or next week, just through rest.
0: Yeah, I They're think he's got another. 20, up they haven't left. They Haven't left. I think he's
2: got much more time. money, but I'm just saying, in the next three weeks, is probably only twenty k more in there. No, so, yeah, I you, won't be you,
0: moving you, beyond. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a good I on field that's option that's at the moment. Correct. Well, yeah, I think maybe if he gets a rest, it might help. He come back, drop some seventies on field for us. Um, yeah, don't think there's anything else rookie wise to really look at this week. Um, so yeah, not great deal. JBR coming in probably for most of the comp, and then um, maybe Samson if you have a way of doing it, uh, that suits your, your team and structure. All right, captains, boys, finish off with that. Um, what are we looking at in the uh, in the land of the crom?
2: All right, well, the, the oh, in the uh, at the game of the crom, or like game of the crom the if you want, but just the land, land of the crom, of the, crom? the crom. Oh, sorry, at the moment. No, I didn't hear Joyce. Well, should we start with the the two obvious ones? So, um, Clary against Essendon went 146 on them last year. That was, of course, the MCG, though. And then uh, Tim English against uh, Lysette. Uh, So, he didn't play them last year. He only scored 49 the year before that. But, I mean, Lysette has not looked good. Uh, So, I think, like, English against Lysette. Those two both look like really obvious ones to me. Other things I think look nice just having a quick look, um, Josh Kelly against Hawks for anyone that's picked up Josh Kelly. I think that is a very nice matchup. Uh, you've got Dacos against the Saints. Saints have been giving up points to halfbacks. So I think like that's potentially a captain option there as well. Not as bullish on Sheasel or Zeeble against Brisbane Lions. Uh, and then apart from that, there's no one that really stands out to me. I guess if um Wits misses, then you've got... Sean Darcy against Moyle. So that would be a nice vice captain option. Um, I probably don't really like Dawson or Doherty facing off against each other on the Thursday night. Uh, did Dawson score well against them? I mean, it's a bit like looking at what they've scored previously. So yeah, he did. He now he because didn't the role's really changed. I remember that game.
0: I cooked them. I was at Crown and I was watching it. A couple goals. Uh, and then I, I guess like
2: Bond <laughs> against Port, not really. Um, Geelong against West Coast, there's no one really in there that's relevant. So yeah, I think I think that's probably
0: everyone. Is there someone that I've missed that you guys are thinking about? Well, we have to think, right? The Clary into English is not everyone's uh, choice, possible choice, right? <laughs> oh, up, I listed others. Have, no, I listed other no, options in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You listed everyone. Um, <laughs>
2: uh, so what I would, would the if, I'm just Dunkley, Dunkley? against North, bounce back game, mm. vice captain,
0: anyone? Any take? People are stow off Dunkley, aren't they? Uh, I would yeah. look at that if you didn't have Clary and English. As a VC.
2: Uh, otherwise, Golden against Tigers is like a sneaky outside V option because he's not going to get attention, which he has been getting. Tigers have got massive injuries. Feels like the type of player that could cook him a bit on inside
0: 50s. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Clarion to English, if you don't have either of those, maybe dunks into Dacos. Um, or Tom Green, if you fancied that, but annoyingly, that's you couldn't do like Tom Green into no, you can't. So, yeah, if you trusted the C on him, uh, yeah, I, I think going th- will I be th- doing th- Dacos.
2: I mean, it just feels like the Dacos tag's got to happen eventually, right? That's the problem yeah, with in the putting him his C now, it's going to mm-hmm. happen at, at some point. He's uh, and Saints are a team yeah. that have used taggers in the past.
0: It, so, you have one, right? You have English. What's your Plan. I'd probably just force Oliver.
2: I don't, like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Right. Just, yeah, no, okay. okay. So if I, if I only had English, if I only had English, I'm doing vice captain English into uh green or Dacos, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what
1: I think. Yeah. My preferred is English. So like, do I want to take Oliver? Cause I think you do it. You do Oliver into English, I think, but I, I think English would be better. So yeah, it's Oliver Engli- English. One, Oliver two for preference. And then if you don't have them, you can always VC Laird or or Dunkley against North. Yeah, I mean, yeah, That's Laird how I'd put go. Up, and then
2: uh, one forty-four on on Carlton last year.
1: Is there any way you put the C on Dacos? Or are you too scared of a potential tag?
2: Let's see what they talk about this week. Um, but I don't know. I feel like. So, when they tagged Dacos, right, or gave him attention, they just moved him to half back and half back score well against the Saints.
0: So, I'm not even that <laughs> when Dacos gets tagged, he moves himself towards the ball and his teammates. <laughs> That's what he does. He's he just <laughs> where so can I get the you know, that I mean, again.
2: but like the port tag was like the one of the worst executed tags I've ever seen. Not- so, I think the yeah, worst you get is like a 90, 100C. You're not going to get a stinker. Um, I still like putting the vice captain on the player that i want to yeah. captain and so i want to captain probably english so i'm happy to vice him into c decos or vice oliver into c decos
1: whichever yeah. you want
0: yeah okay i'll probably do clary into english because it just makes too much sense but yeah I, I know what you mean
1: um you can't possibly miss with that component. unless clary somehow <laughs> goes 115 and then you go english and then something happens 150
0: again. oh the, yeah okay yeah
1: that, I'm scared to see him. That's always going to be on the back of your mind, isn't it? That's that, just me.
0: Now that you're an owner. Yeah. yeah. He's a very I remember seeing him.
1: Fife in the past. I reckon
0: I'm Captain Fife three times. In yeah. He's got injured all three times. Uh, three years ago, KO'd on the Sunday. Yeah. I had him as captain. Anyway, it's going to happen. Um, yeah. Well, gather around. Look forward to it. Uh, there'll be plenty happening. Um, I wonder how the Adelaide Oval is going to hold up with about, what, six games there in one weekend um be all chopped up by, by Nick Day. <laughs> did you as well turf was not turf yeah turf was kinder here apparently um Collingwood saying so that'll be a good game to finish it off i the, can't wait for that game that'll be good with the chopped up turf so looking forward to that but yeah almonds and upwards boys the uh as i said the community shout out is going pretty well um at the moment so unfortunately we're not that number two league kfc that would have been nice but uh <laughs> we're doing we're doing all right um as you scroll down there's a, there's a few around there so we can keep that up um but yeah other than that thanks for listening and we'll uh we'll see you on the next one